This podcast contains adult materials with descriptions some listeners may find distressing. Hi. Hello. Good day. Or night, if that's when you happen to be listening. My name is Gary. Gary Strange. And believe it or not, I live in London. I am a citizen of London. As you know, affordable housing is an almost extinct species in this city. So I found a reasonable alternative that is free, offers a roof over my head, and has great transportation links. That's right, you guessed it, the London Sewer System, a Victorian masterpiece of ingenuity, engineering, and excrement. But please, don't go moving down here. There's already overcrowding with the rats and the cockroaches and the flushed pets. We reside in reasonable comfort, but any more of us and we will experience another housing crisis. So please, No matter how tempting, do not relocate to the sewers. I'm currently nesting beneath Green Park. One of the many perks are the broken deck chairs, long forgotten by the Green Park rent-a-chair entrepreneurs. They are surprisingly comfortable once you get used to the splinters. Besides the acres of unused space, another positive about living in the sewers is that you can hear other people's conversations through the pipes. Or drains. Or washing machine fittings. People in London are fascinating. Sometimes I hear things some people might find funny. Sometimes I hear things some people might find horrible. Sometimes I hear things some people might find offensive. But honestly, I'm just telling you what I heard when I tape-recorded them with my Sony TCM 939 portable cassette recorder. Whatever the case may be, it's a verbatim account. There's this one story I heard through a bath plug hole in Clapham North, clogged with long matted strands of limp brown hair. I made a little ornament mouse out of the locks, just doing my duty as a London resident to upcycle. I believe these hairs were from the scalp of dead Lucy. Six thirty AM Shrill alarm. Wake up. Six thirty six. Go to bathroom. Pee. Poo. Pee a little more. Wipe self. Blow nose loudly. Wash hands. Look at face in mirror. Disgusted. Scrub face with special volcanic ash drift face wash and special purple girly face towel. Shower. Shave armpits, arms, legs with razor. Bikini line with smaller razor. Get out of shower. Towel down. Look in mirror at naked frame. Disgusted. Wish I had bigger breasts. Put on generic pastel teaching outfit. Moderately matching cheap high heels. Look mediocre in appearance and intellectual capacity. 702. 
Eat breakfast of porridge, plain, no sugar. Drink coffee with skimmed milk. Glass of London tap water with soluble vitamin C tablet. Read magazine article on new fashionable sex positions to occupy blank mind. Look at diagrams. Wish I was the girl in the pictures with the cock in the ass. As I stare out of window and sigh for lack of soul. 722. Clean dishes. Only my own. Brush teeth. Pee again. Wipe self. Blow nose loudly. Spray on perfume bought half price from Superdrug. Put on fluorescent bike gear and helmet. Look ridiculous. Leave flat. Plug iPod into brain. Bike to work. 801. Almost get run over. Distracted by advertisement for underwear. Wish I looked good in underwear. Arrive at cement school. Lock bike. Enter into teaching mode. Go to staff room. Make Earl Grey tea with skimmed milk. One sweetener. Sugar is bad for skin. Talk briefly to other teachers about weather and holidays. Awkward silence. Are they judging what I just said? Excuse myself. 807. Enter classroom. Flick through children's unmarked homework. Sigh. Sip tea. Stare at wall. Hate myself. Wonder why I do this. Remember the money in long holidays. Think of magazine sex positions. Wish I was the girl in the diagrams. Think about cock in my mouth. Salivate slightly. Wipe the slight drool dripping down my chin. 8.35. Kids enter. Little bastards. 8.55. Try to settle children and begin class. This is always harder than anticipated. Sip cold tea. Bite sore nails. Wish I was dead. Don't realize I am already. 902. Settle class by bellowing till blotched face has become blue. Start day with times tables. Should really learn them myself instead of constantly having to refer back to the book. 1005. History. No one is interested. Not even me. Jemima has stuck carrot up her nose and blacked out. Wonder if it gives you a high. Remember to try this later with the girls. 10.55. Break time. All children leave classroom except Herbert. This is on account of the letter his mother sent two months ago, saying he is allergic to fresh air and sunshine and must avoid it at all costs. It is convenient they live in Britain. 10.57. Perk myself up by thinking about what I'm going to wear and drink tonight. I am gonna get rat arsed. 11.15. Shit, they're back again. 12 noon. Lunchtime. Herbert sits beside me at teacher's table. He smells like soap suds and mustard. This disturbs me and puts me off my lunch. At least I won't eat much. He needs to wipe his snotty nose. Retard. 12.13. Take Herbert to little boy's toilets and attempt to clean him up. He is weeping slightly. Feel exasperated. Remember the sex diagrams. Wonder if sex is on the cards tonight. If it is, I will play the queen of tarts. (laughs) Herbert gags up a bit of phlegm. 
and spits it into small plastic bag his mother has given him for just this type of occasion. It is even labeled Herbert's Phlegm Bag. 12.45, the beasts are back. 12.49, they settle down when I tempt them with surprise at end of day. Must think of surprise, must think of surprise. This is where it would be great for an imagination to kick in. 2.16, P.E. I love that I get to shout at kids while they're all hot, bothered and can't breathe properly. All the while, I'm thinking about pink-veined, throbbing hot cock, spraying its glory cream all down my sweat-ridden back. Nobody knows what I'm thinking. And I get to shout at kids at the same time and not get in trouble. This is the life! Except I'm hopelessly lonely. 3.20. Goddamn bastards remembered the surprise. Shit. Scramble around in purse. Give them each a small white sweet. Luckily, I have 30 of them, so no one's left out. The pack is out of date. It's from last year. It's not going to harm them, right? I mean, if anything, it's going to protect them. They're only eight years old, for Christ's sake, Lucy. But you never know. 346. Go to staff room. Coast is clear. See if I can take anything left in the fridge. So hungry. Shit. Mr. Worthington, do not come in here. You smell like a catheter. 349. Leave staff room hurriedly. Wasn't able to steal anything so hungry. Can't believe I got off with Mr. Worthington, deputy head, at Christmas party. What was I thinking? You weren't thinking, remember, Lucy? You were wasted. That's your excuse, right? 3.53. Herbert is last child at school gate. Tell him he's a big boy now and can walk home by himself. He mumbles something about a limp. Tell him to get a grip and get moving. Feel good. About teaching students the type of independence and self-respect I have developed. Think about making self-help video and posting it on YouTube. Wonder how to post a video. 358. Cycle home. Almost get run over again. 448. In kitchen. Think about food. I should eat fat-free yogurt. That will make me feel full. I want chocolate. Chocolate cock slipping down my throat. That would fill me up. Black men equal huge cock. Must have sex with black men and find out. That would prove I'm not racist. 457. Eat pot noodle. Noodles taste like shit. Eat the whole thing. Still hungry. Eat carrot. Still hungry. Remember Jemima. 502. Make sure no one is in flat. 503. Stick carrot up nose. Feel stupid. Push it up further to see if it has an effect. 504. Blackout. 713. Wake at sound of doorbell. That shit was great. Much better than pot noodle. 714. Save me from myself. Let's get this party started. Wiki wiki wah wah holla. 8.51. So glad I only ate yucky pot noodle and carrots. This Lambrini shit is starting to kick in. Kind of feel nauseous though. 
9.17, take seven sweeteners before leaving house. Feel high on sweetener. Wish I knew people that knew a dealer. Maybe I could make out with a dealer and get free drugs. But would he want more from me? Would I be prostituting myself? I could fuck while high. Maybe he would fuck me in the ass, like in the diagrams. Every girl wants to get fucked in the ass. They just won't admit it. Must meet people who know dealers. Why am I thinking so much? Is this a sweetener thinking? I'm starting to peak, man. I'm starting to fucking peak. 10.37, at the club. Look at that skank over there. Who would wear those shoes? Hey, that's me. I almost didn't recognize myself. Man, I look great. Wow, look at me. Mirror me is pretty sexy if I do say so myself. Which I do, I do do, which I am. (laughs) I am funny. If only someone would love me. Maybe I'll just bend over and pick up my bag. Yep, you can totally see my G-string. This is great. Yeah, I love this music. Makes me want to dance. Yeah, dancing to the music. Looking pretty hot, looking pretty in pink. Except I'm not wearing pink. Wait, is that a jaguar? Do they allow live animals in here? No, it's just a sofa. Moving on, moving on. Just got to keep moving on with the flow. 11.55. This is so way better than school. I hate those stupid tiddlywink kids. They could all go and die from gone-off contraceptive pills. See if I care. Hey, who's that cute guy in the corner? Oh, that's a woman. Moving on, motherfuckers. 1.36. Where are Daisy and Gabriella? Have I been dancing all by myself? Oh my god, I'm such a loner, such a loser. Now no one will come and fuck me, no, fuck. Think of the girl in the diagrams, Lucy. What would she do? She'd get another drink. Better yet, she'd get a man that likes fucking in the ass to buy her a drink. Go, go find that man. 142, ask foreign looking guy if he wants to buy me a cock. Tail. No response. Ask him if he likes fucking in the ass. No response. Ask him if he has a cock so small he can't even fit it into a keyhole and unlock his own front door with it. Big response. He tells me to get the fuck out or he'll rip a new slit in my dirty slutty cunt. Loser. He smells like compost. 3.33. What time is it? Who gives a shit? I'm fucking flying! 3.56 on the pavement, but I really gotta go. I really gotta go. Make sure no one is watching. Yank down underwear. Squat. Pee. Fart quietly. When you gotta go, you gotta go. 4.01. Why does nobody love me? Why does nobody care about me? Who cares about me? 402, check phone. 12 missed calls from Mr. Barnaby Worthington. Barnaby Worthington? He cares about me. He freaking loves my kick-ass ass. That's right. Shake it, baby. Shake it. Shake it. Shake it. He must be calling for a booty call. What's wrong with that? 
You're the one in control now, Lucy. You're the one with the power. You're just gonna totally fuck him over, then leave and never call him back. I wonder if he knows how to fuck in the ass. Are you really going there? Really? Shh, you've already dialed. Pick up, pick up, pick up. You are a B plus tonight, Lucy. A B plus. Never forget that, sweetie. Yes, he picks up. He tells me little Herbert has gone missing and the police are scouring the area. Ask Mr. Worthington if he wants me to come over so I can search him for clues. He tells me I was the last person responsible for Herbert before he disappeared. Tell him I'm a very naughty girl and I need to be spanked. He tells me to see him in his office first thing Monday morning. Ask him if I should wear my Leather bra and thong. He hangs up. 408. What now? 444. Daisy? Gabriella? Five. Hey, where'd everybody go? 6.30 a.m. Where am I? Fuck! That was an awesome night. It does sound like a good night by all accounts. She is obviously the life and soul of any party. She should come down the sewer sometime. We would have a right laugh. Clown Sex is written, performed, and produced by Natasha Sutton Williams. The director is Phoebe Ladenberg. The executive producer is Christopher Hogg. The sound designer is Matthew McGuinness. The music consultant and pianist is Morgan Hayes. The studio director is John Wakefield. The original music is composed and performed by Natasha Sutton Williams. (laughs) 